0: Section Two of True Stories About Pets, edited by Jane Grey Swishelm. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Patrick Henry. Chapter Two Punch by Breckin. Punch is a mocking bird, mine. Were you to pass my house on a warm morning, You would hear him mocking the crows and the jays, the robins and the thrushes, and the orioles, and the martins, and the big rooster, and the little one, and the bantam, barking and whinnying and squealing and cackling and pounding and mooing and bawing, all before you could get out of hearing distance. He tries hard to sing Yankee Doodle, and sometimes succeeds very well. Then again, he fails most laughably. He can say, what, what, very distinctly. Also, no. I say to him, Punch, you're an old darling, aren't you? And he looks at me, and he says, no he often gets in such a glee of singing that he sings while he stands in his bath dish and once he crowed while i was holding him lightly in my hand of a bright day he runs all over the floor singing and dancing and spreading his wings now lighting on my head just long enough to give his loudest whistle then off again stopping his song long enough to catch a crumb of bread as i toss it toward the ceiling he likes attention and doesn't approve when i notice the other pets of the household the other day i gave the red bird some little dainty and punch was all curiosity in regard to it he peeped between the wires of the cage on one side ran to the other side and looked in then up on top of the cage and looked in and then flew down and picked my fingers with all his might as much as to say i'll teach you to feed other birds my lady take that and that and that he knows that one particular round box is kept for worms and bugs and whenever he sees it he rushes to it upsets it and flutters over it teasing to have it open. If he sees me come into the room with one hand closed, he thinks at once, there's a bug, flies to me, and lights on my hand, gives it a sharp peck, looking at me with the saucy rogue that he is. His greatest dainty is, now what do you think, candy? Nope. Nuts? He likes peanuts pretty well, but there's something better. You can't guess? Well then, I'll tell you. Spiders. And the blacker, larger, and more horrible, the better he likes them. I start out every morning and hunt for them. Long practice has made me an expert. I know just where to look for them and can even catch them with my bare fingers and carry them to punch in triumph no matter how much they wiggle that is what punch thinks i'm made for i dare say to catch his spiders one day last summer i saw a little boy sitting on the steps watching punch with eyes so full of wonder that they were as round as marbles punch was delighted to have so attentive a listener he whistled and sung and crowed his loudest and best presently the little boy evidently thought if such a mite of a bird could crow exactly like a rooster a small boy ought to be able to do it too so he crowed and such a crow i am sure that there was a laugh out in the barnyard punch put his head on one side and looked down at the boy in silence after thinking a little he crowed just as nicely and slowly as he could and then gave a knowing little look at the boy which meant there that's the way it's done try again boy i thought he was a wise bird or he never would have known that the boy was trying to crow, and how he does like to tease my other birds. When Bob, the thrush, takes a bath, he pretends he wants to bathe very badly too, in fact cannot wait a minute, so he hops on the side of the pan, greatly to Bob's displeasure, and then gets behind Bob and shakes and flutters his wings, and goes through all Bob's motions, so comically, and Bob growls and grumbles and looks daggers at him, and when he can endure it no longer, makes Punch fly for his life. Punch thinks that is jolly fun. I'm sorry to say he has any failings, but he has. For instance, he teases his pretty fluffy little sister Pearl until life is a burden to her. If in the cage with her, he reaches up slyly while singing and catches her by her poor little foot and throws her down, she shrieks wildly as she goes, while I rush to the rescue. Pearl sings well, but Punch discourages her. He mocks her in the most disagreeable way, just enough like her to let the folks know what he is doing and to make her ashamed he prefers to do himself what singing is necessary and when he gets very tired of everything else he sits down and sings sometimes he sings all night and that is not so agreeable if one wishes to sleep and still it is funny to wake up in the night and hear him crowing perhaps a dozen times in succession his memory is remarkable showing itself mostly in mischief however more than a year ago his mate carried a stick and some threads to the clock shelf as she thought of making a nest there and ever since Punch has insisted that there is a nest there, and when I put my hand on the shelf, he flies at me and picks with his bill and makes every sharp claw go into my hand as he bounds up and down like a rubber ball, ending by chasing me quite across the room. When I sit down and point my finger at him, this is the way he looks. End of section two. Recording by John Patrick Henry.